The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Two minutes to go. Illinois 71, Michigan State 68. Out top is Io. Long, long three. Got another one. He got another one. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for Fighting Illini basketball. Right wing, Kipper cuts to the lane. Down low, Kofi! What a slam dunk! And there's the high-low and the feet of the big seven-footer. To Georgie at the free throw line, drive down the lane and slams it in. Three gonna have to shoot it with two. A long, long three. Oh, he got it! He got it! And that's gonna end the half. And listen to the roar. Now from our game day studios in downtown Champaign, here's your host, Evan Kahn. The INI wrap up non-conference play and the 2019 portion of their schedule today, looking for a convincing win before diving back into Big Ten action as the North Carolina A&T Aggies out of the MEAC come to the State Farm Center. Good morning. Welcome into Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Evan Kahn here live in our game day studios running the whole shebang here in downtown Champaign today. Scott Beatty's on the call with Brian. Ryan Barnhart out in San Francisco for the bowl game tomorrow. I'm joined in studio by News Gazette columnist, longtime coverer of Illinois athletics, Lauren Tate. And Lauren, last Saturday, still still lingering, very disappointing oh, loss yeah. in the big or in the bragging rights game. We're we're a third of the way into the season, and we still don't really know what this team is. And they're right back into the thick of it with Big Ten play on Thursday, going up to East Lansing and taking on Michigan State. So it seems like this is a game that the Illini need to come out and control from the tip to the end to really get back into the flow of things and, and take off once once they they get into the new year. Yeah, I don't know what to say after the Missouri game. That kind of shook us all because that was a game that Illinois just didn't uh, respond. And, you know, they, as um, Underwood said yesterday, they were out-toughed, out-executed. And, you know, in that game, their first shot defense was terrific. But they were five putbacks by Missouri in the second half, three of them by Pickett, one by Pinson, one by Tillman. Ridiculous to allow them to take advantage of Illinois on the boards that way when Illinois was leading the nation in rebounding with 14, plus 14. So things don't make sense this year. Uh, Cal Fullerton just beat UCLA yesterday. <laughs> Come on. You know, I mean, I'm not going to go through the, the litany of games that have been surprises, but uh, it's just uh, Illinois stands right now. Indiana and Illinois stand behind nine other teams in the Big Ten in terms of the net ratings, and yet those teams are so close that if Illinois can win those games, win some of those games, they'll shoot up in a hurry, but if they don't, they'll, they'll stay down. And so Illinois is below the bubble right now. We know that. The losses to Miami and Missouri were killers, but they've got a, lot, a great opportunity. They've got 18 more Big Ten games after this game today. 
Yeah, and you talked about it, and it's something that we've seen here in both those games, the Miami and Missouri game, that this Illini team sometimes seems to be lacking that fire, but when they are able to come out and put it all together, this isn't a team that's on a bubble. I think we've seen that it's a team that can make the tournament, but it's a, we've seen them not play up to their ability just, just well, last we've weekend. Seen, we've seen halves of games all season long of just completely uh, ineptness offensively, uh, defensively, they've been pretty good all year until the breakdown on the rebounding against Missouri, which I can't explain. I mean, when you let a couple of six-two or three guys go in there and make tip-ins on it, they just outquicked Illinois. And you, and you have a whole ball game there in which uh, Kofi uh, had two rebounds. I mean, I don't understand that. But uh, quickness is really important, and maybe he was getting rooted out a little bit. Maybe he wasn't uh, asserting himself as much as he needs, and maybe he just wasn't quick enough. Yeah, and, and the defense, you, that's something that, that has been solid, uh, at least for, for the majority of the games here so far. So hopefully they can use that, especially being at home today. And, and also, just Friday morning, uh, North Carolina A&T's head coach, Jay Joyner, was suspended indefinitely for, for personal matters. So they've got a, a interim head coach for, for at least today and going forward. But so... Not only is Illinois at home, but they they're against a team that doesn't have their head coach. So, so Willie this is, Jones is the coach today. He's yes. the acting coach, and and here's a guy whose last year in high school his record was one and twenty one. <laughs> but that does you know this is a whole other world. And he he was named uh, assistant to the head coach previously, so he's he's ready to step in. Uh, their, their last game against Wake Forest wasn't awful. They got beat by twelve. But, uh, you know, I mean, they've, they've lost four in a row. And uh, one of the things that's happening here, and we don't know the extent, uh, it sounds like Tyler May is coming back. He's averaging eight points a game. He's missed the last four. And they got another player by the name of uh, Kiwi. Is that what, is it, how you pronounce it? The guard, yeah. Kiwi Parker. And, and, but th- they're another typical mid-major team in that they're small. They've got a couple six eight guys on the team, but basically – this is a game where Illinois should take advantage of their size inside. That's our opening segment, Lauren. Stay still. we got more coming from you. We're underway on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois' retirement specialist. Next up, we'll chat with Doug Altenberger, courtside. He's got the call today. And then later on, we've got our keys to the game, plus the coach's corner with assistant coach Chin Coleman. All that ahead on Fighting Illini Game Day in the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Back on Fighting Illini Game Day, Evan Kahn hosting this morning with Lauren Tate, taking you up to tip off at the State Farm Center between Illinois and North Carolina A&T. Let's get a view from the court. We're joined now by former Illini and color analyst for today's game, Doug Altenberger. Doug, thanks for coming on this morning. And we, we've seen this up and down play so far now for tw- the first 12 games. We're getting ready for game number 13. Uh, is this team still figuring out how to play together? And, and is there still time to put it together with Big Ten play really picking up later on this week? Well, uh, it, uh, I, I think right now uh, the issue is um, that there are some adjustments that need to be made offensively 
uh, listening to you guys earlier, uh, especially in the guard area. Uh, when you've got uh, Kofi in the middle, it's it's much more congested than it was last year. So you're not going to have that. Uh, uh, you know, the, the lane is going to be. You're going to have some bodies down there. That's number one. Uh, and then number two is, uh, you know, our defense has changed, and and we don't score off our defense like we used to. So someone like Io or Trent sort of lived off that at times, and he could get in a run. And right now, because of the type of defense that we're playing, plus uh, we're, we're a much better rebounding team, um, that w- our guards have got to be able to figure out how to score uh, within that 12 to 15 foot and pull up. Uh, you know, Felice does a pretty good job of getting to the rim uh, because he's pretty strong, but Frazier's not big enough to do that. And Io, I don't think, is strong enough uh, or has figured it out quite yet uh, on how to uh, score in there. So those are things that those guys have got to work through and make adjustments. Uh, that, that's my opinion. We've become much, a, a much more inside-type team, uh, and our defense has improved so much um, and our rebounding, and we're not getting guys on the free-throw line. So w- there's a lot of areas that, w- you know, I was thinking about it after the Missouri game because, uh, like many fans, I was just sort of disappointed in uh, how that all turned out. Um, that's usually a rock fight game, and you've got to go in there with a mentality, and, and we just didn't have it. Uh, Missouri wanted it more than we did. Yeah, and Brad Underwood talked about that uh, just yesterday, getting ready for this game, and he says uh, that he's got to be the guy, or now he knows that he has to be the guy that produces that fire. Is that a little concerning, or, or do you think that, that it's all right that, that the head coach is the one that's, that's getting his guys ready for, for a bragging rights game or, or any game going forward? Well, each team has a different personality, uh, you know, identity. Right now, um, when when you're a, uh, an older guy and your job is if you're a captain, my senior year, you know, you just got to get everybody ready to play, and then you're sort of an extension of the mentality that needs to be set. I think that's one area where you guys talked about, you know, what do we need to get better at? There's got to, you know, there's not a really uh, a mean guy on this team. There's not a Mr. Nasty. Uh, I travel with the team a lot. They're nice guys, but there's nobody that, uh, that uh, you know, uh, knock you in the head or, you know, uh, get, who's just uh, got a little edge to him, I guess, is what I'm going to say. You know, Missouri, they've got a few guys that had that edge, and they came out and they came off the bench. The only guy I would say maybe Felice has a little bit of that, but that's an area where I think Brad's has picked up where, you know what, we've got some good guys. They're committed. They're doing a lot of good things. Um, but I got to make sure that if, if there's someone needs to be mean and nasty, I guess it's got to be me, and and uh, and he can get after it with the best of them. You know, uh, Doug, I I'm just I'm looking for a playmaker. That you know, I look back to the McCamies and the D. Darrens and the Bruce Douglas and and Smith. Uh, you know, there were guys that were always looking for the other guy, and I, I don't see that in the guard play. And of course, you know, I mentioned the three of them. The three top guards only had one assist in the game at Missouri. There doesn't seem there doesn't seem to exist. I don't know how, how do you create that. It, it seems like that's one thing that's missing. Well, I I go down to like let's say the Miami game. Let's let's and I think you're onto something, Lauren. He, I, you know, there's a game where Io tries to do it all on his own against Miami. Goes down there. Felice is wide open. Uh, he's on the, uh, yep. you know, right along the baseline. Hey, yep. you got to trust your teammates, um, you know, and it's you can't do it on your own. Uh, and and uh, sometimes Trent, I think, um, 
is, you know, against Maryland. You know, he got knocked in the nose and knocked out. But, you know, at the end of that game, you know, I, I like to see Trent Frazier have that ball. And, oh, me too. And so, you know, you've got to work on get, making that happen. Uh, and even if, even if they fail, see, a lot of, you know, I've got three younger kids. And for some reason, they're all afraid of failing. It's okay to fail. It's okay to make a mistake. And, but this younger generation, you know, sometimes they feel like, well, listen, I don't want to make a mistake or this. And everything's so controlled environment. And uh, I think with this team, in order to get to where they need to get to, uh, you know, they've got to start, uh, you know, they, they've got to make, they got to get out there, especially our guards, and they got to trust each other, and they got to work together, and they got to play off each other because right now, uh, you know, they're, they're just a little, there's a disconnect a little bit, and I think they're still working through a, th- a few things, uh, and the adjustments they made offensively is is affected them as well. And I think Io too has got a lot of pressure on him. You know, he's come back. Everybody's like, "Hey, he could be a lottery pick." He's got all these people in his ear. Um, he's just got to cut all the noise out and just focus on being him. I mean, he he did some things last year as a freshman, and I haven't seen in a long time. He he just he's got to forget all that, and it's tough. Uh, because I think he feels a lot of pressure, and uh, but he, he needs to just relax and and, and just you know forget, forget about scoring, do all the little things, rebounding and defense, and the other stuff will come. Uh, but I think he's playing a little bit tight as well. Doug, thanks for coming on. We're moving quick here in the pregame show. We look forward to your call, and we'll hear from you in the pregame coming up. All right, guys, thanks a lot. Thanks, Doug. Lauren and I have our keys to the game after the break here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Back on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Evan Kahn, Lauren Tate. It's time for our keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champagne, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Lauren, I'll start with you. Well, I, I'm going to stay with the uh, this whole business of the assists that were so missing in the Missouri game. I'm going to see the. I, I think the key to the game is the guys working together and creating shots for each other, and not just trying to create shots for each themselves. And I that's to me that's been the missing uh, one missing aspect to the offensive side of it. I mean, weaving out front it doesn't do anything for me. I want to see penetration and kick. Penetration and kick. Other teams do it, and then get the ball into Kofi. Yeah, that was one of my keys. Move the ball, move on offense, not just with the ball, but without the ball, and, and play awake for 40 minutes from here on out. And, and they they can play with anybody. So we'll see what happens today, Lauren. Thank you for helping out here right. on the pregame show. Coming up next, we have Illini assistant coach Chin Coleman with the scout for North Carolina A and T on the coach's corner on Fighting Illini game day. Back on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show, the Illini wrapping up non-conference from the State Farm Center this afternoon against the North Carolina A&T Aggies. We'll hear from the coaches now in the coaches' corner. Scott Beatty chats with assistant coach Chin Coleman, who has the scout for the matchup. The coaches' corner brought to you by Clark, Lindsey, and Hickory Point Bank. Here is Scott and Chin. Coach Coleman, hope you had a great Christmas holiday. It's back at it. I did. My daughter had a great Christmas, so that means that I'm happy, the fact that she's happy. So I'm uh, to the point now where 
I mean, Christmas is only good for me because I have a little daughter, and and it's about her right now. I don't I don't get any gifts, so it's okay. I'm, I've had my Christmas. It's her turn now. So that means you were successful in your present hunting, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. But she didn't understand that when you get older, the gifts they kind of decrease because they get more expensive. So you don't get a hundred gifts under the Christmas tree. You may only get fifty because. <laughs> Well, it feels like an earlier start today with the 1 p.m. tip-off, but you guys are used to getting up early and getting at it. Oh, absolutely. We we, we practice at 7 a.m. in the morning. We have weights sometime at 6. So um, we, we're early risers, and we get after it and get our, our day started pretty early. So this will be nothing for us. Seemed like the energy was pretty good this morning at shoot-around. Great energy, great energy. Our guys are good at refocusing. Uh, we feel like we'll have a, 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 a really good a productive game, a byproduct of our practice and the work that we've put in. Our, our challenge is to be consistent with that and not once or twice a game, but every every game. And, and, and that's our challenge right now. And, and if we can get that consistency, we'll have an unbelievable Big Ten turn, uh, season and also uh, leading into the Big Ten tournament and beyond. Um, we, we, we know what our team is capable of, and it's just about us being consistent. And uh, we're, we're helping with that, and our guys are, are brought in, so we'll be fine. Yeah, somebody said to me, wait, this is the team that, that beat Michigan after the Mizzou game. But I think it shows every game is its own thing, and, and energy has to come every time. Our approach, our approach uh, we're, 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 we're still a little immature, and uh, we're maturing. We're maturing, and we're still in a maturing stage. And uh, our approach has got to be a uh, an aggressive approach. Um, every game, no matter who it is, and nameless, faceless, it's one of the terms that we throw around in our locker room, in our sanctum, and and, and our approach has to be that. We have to hunt. So we're going to hunt now. We got to hunt. In order for us to get the best out of this group, we got to hunt, and we got to be aggressive, and we got to we got to really get after it. So that that that's... The, the, the personality that we're going to take on from here forward, and hopefully that keeps us consistent, keeps us consistent in things that we're inconsistent at. There was a lot of talk coming into the season and even early in the season about the defense. Seems like the defense has been there by and large, you know, especially this last stretch of games. Is it the offense, particularly the half court, that's been the bigger concern? Our defense is really good right now, and we spend a lot of time on it. This break here give us an opportunity to spend a lot of time on our offense and tightening up our offense. Also keeping our focus to be on our defensive end of the ball, but we're going to spend a lot of time on our offense, and our offense will, will click. Our offense will eventually click up with our defense, and then we're going to be really good. And that's going to be scary, and, and, and we're confident in that, that that's going to happen. Um, we're going to elevate each other tonight. That's another thing that we, we've talked about over the couple, last couple of days. And so if we if we continue to do that, we're a hard team to guard because we have so many weapons, but we got to elevate each other to get those weapons uh, opportunities on offense. So that, that's going to happen. That'll happen. Jim Coleman with us. It's the Coach's Corner. We'll learn a little bit more about North Carolina A&T when we come back. Coach's Corner. I'm Scott Beatty filling in for Brian Barnhart with Chin Coleman here at State Farm Center as Illinois gets ready for North Carolina A&T. Well, the word is they throw a lot of defenses at you. Uh, what are you expecting to see? Expecting to see everything and the kitchen sink. Uh, this is a team that uh, chunks up the game with 1-3-1, uh, 3-2, man-to-man, 2-3, 2-3 matchup. They'll press some. This is a team that throws everything in the book at you. 
and uh, we have to be poised and no matter what they're in, continue to execute with pace and not get so uh, bogged down mentally on what is it in that they're in and, and just get more focused on our pace and what we're doing execution-wise and not spend a lot of time trying to think about what it is that they're in because there's going to be times where uh, we don't know what they're in, but we still have to execute at a high level. And the half-court offense has been the you know the primary sticking point, I guess, to borrow that term, because the ball has stuck sometimes for for you guys, whether it's where it's in transition. You know, Brad Underwood's pointed out that seventy percent efficiency in that. So, I would I would think you would want to see some steps forward in that half court. Absolutely. Well, that, that's we want to continue to play at our pace. I think that we didn't get into our pace and play uh, last game enough. We kind of played to the opponent's pace, and, and that's not what we want to do. We, so we're going to try to be consistent at that, too. That's something one of the inconsistencies uh, that we're having uh, is playing at our pace all the time. That doesn't mean that we got to shoot a bunch of fat, uh, quick shots, but that means that we want to obviously put pressure um, in the full court in our transition game and also play with pace in our half-court game. Let all of that flow together instead of playing slow and then trying to play fast or playing fast and then playing slow but playing at a steady pace whether it's in transition whether it's in half court our pace and we understand what our pace is and we want to try to be consistent in playing at our pace well A&T today is supposed to get back Quay Parker who can jump out of the gym and, and you know one time went to Tennessee and was a really highly touted guard and he's ended up here with A&T and they're supposed to get Tyler May back and does that add a little element of um, not sure what you're going to see well, no, we, I, I think for the most part, those two are similar to the other guards that they have. They have a bunch of dynamic guards already. I think it just adds to their athleticism, of course, because they're already an athletic team across the board. Um, I think that uh, Quay Parker, obviously at six feet, he's a unique athlete because of uh, his leaping ability. But I think that, you know, it's kind of like, okay, who does Quay Parker take minutes from? Does he take minutes from Fred Cleveland who's playing really well? Does he take minutes from Andre uh, Jackson who's playing really well? Obviously he's not going to take minutes away from Langley. Their point guard is really good. So it's like, okay, does that muck up things that they have going? It's been, they played their really best basketball against Wake Forest so they've played better. You got to think this team has beat Nickel State. This team beat a team that beat um, 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 Missouri so they're very capable already. You know, this is a capable basketball team. So we got to we gotta put our hard hat and our boots on. We got to lace them up tonight and come out and with an aggressive mindset. Well, a chance to finish out the year and the decade with a win. Wish you best of luck. Absolutely. This is uh, a championship game for us because it's the only one that matters, the one that we have to play. And we're going to approach it like that. And we're going to try to build some momentum going into the league play. And hopefully we're, we're going to catch our groove here. We caught, we caught a groove last year around this time. We're going to catch a bigger and better one this year, I promise you. Thanks much, Jen. Thank you. All right, Jen Coleman, assistant coach for the Illini, with us on the Coach's Corner, Illinois and North Carolina A&T, coming up. That's the Coach's Corner brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Clark Lindsay. Evan Kahn back here in our game day studios. We've got more pregame coverage ahead for this afternoon's game between Illinois and North Carolina A&T. Scott Beatty and Doug Altenberger are standing by to take you up to tip off at 1 o'clock. I'll be back after the game for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. We'll take your calls and texts about what you saw here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. We'll talk to you then.